Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Driving Mad with Tom and, and me, Dan. I feel like we there do that every week. How have you been, Dan? I have been sensational, mate. It's been it's been a hot minute. It has been. For all those who've been waiting for our monthly updates, I'm very, very sorry, but it was pushed out by a week or two due to personal situations and the weather. It's been raining a lot, so, you know. Oh, it, that does affect the uh, the remote audio podcast. I do love the fact that we're, I'm talking to you directly from Sydney. You're from Melbourne. If you're overseas, we're a long distance away from each other, at least a six hour drive. And and due to technology, we're here to get we're here today to talk to you about the latest in the car industry. Um, it's going to be an amazing episode full of many goodness. Many goodness, many good things. And we're also going to do something that we promised that we would do for the last two episodes, which is rating your ride. So, a couple we had some seriously good entrance. Well, the thing is, over the last couple of weeks, I've put out on Instagram for you to voluntarily put up your car and we're going to review it. And at first I thought, oh, is our audience space big enough? Are we going to actually get any entries? And we had some really interesting entries. So out of the ones that we got, we're going to share our thoughts on a few of them. And we're going to be as blunt as possible. So if I hate it, I'm going to say <laughs> I hate it. We're going to try and make this episode more opinionated, more argumentative, more hostile. Maybe well, not. We don't have to be hostile. Okay, well, we can be. We can have a bit. Of, I don't know. We're gonna have a bit more fun, all right? Because I feel like you know we're too agree too much, and I don't want to agree. I mean, I love you like it's a brother, true. but I need to. We need to, you know, fight a bit more. Um, fight like it, a brothers. Well, exactly right. Exactly right. Before, could I? Uh, could I jump in with a quick personal anecdote before we? Uh, before we kick off, please. I uh, so since what was the last trip was? Uh, sorry, the last uh, podcast was yeah five six weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, in that time. I have taken, so I have done something with my MX-5 that I've been saying I was going to do. I took it skiing, snowboarding, actually. I took it to the snow. Did you? And it was it... blizzarding. Really? <laughs> yeah. I uh, had to put chains on and like and everything. Yeah. Uh, turns out rear wheel drive cars, yeah. not that great for the snow. You figured. However, um... it did actually do just fine. Uh, I had, it was absolutely packed to the rafters. Yeah. Uh, with with things, but uh, the car itself performed fantastically. Did you have the roof up or down? Uh, I would have had it open, except it was blizzarding. So you know, snow in the car, not so great. See, I think that's so cool, right? Because you, no doubt you were surrounded by all the big SUVs and everyone, all you know, in their Land Cruisers and their X fives, and you're there in your little two spit two seater roadster, just doing your thing. Yeah. There was a lot of laughs. I definitely, I got a couple of uh, people looking at me, especially as it was blizzarding quite hard. I was, I wasn't sure whether they were looking at me as a, this guy is insane, and mm. I hope, I hope he doesn't die, or, mm. uh, or is that the coolest guy I've ever seen? Probably the latter. I think you got. I think you had to. There aren't that many people who could pull it off, and I feel like you would have pulled it off. You would have had your sunnies <laughs> on. You would have had your big jacket on. You would have gone. Yeah. I think it's very cool. I think I wouldn't have done it. But I think it's very cool. Was it not cold in the car with the fabric roof? No, it's fine. They're because it's so small, when you put the heating on, um, it's it heats up in like 30 seconds. 
Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I I roll up to the chain to put the chains on. And, you know, there's not much gap between the the tire and Mm. the the wheel arch, right? Yeah. yeah, I rocked up. I got both wheels done in the time that someone was still trying to put on one chain on a Forester. Well, see, yeah. Because the wheels are so small. What are they, like 17 inch, 18 inch? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. They're not, not big. Sure. They're not big on anything. So they don't need no, to be they're not big. Five. Did you have any grip it's issues? It's a good time. Uh, I reckon I had one tiny little slippage, yeah. but that's only because I, I had to be so careful on the throttle. Just like keep it at 2,000 revs. Exactly. Yeah. If I blip the throttle at all, yeah, yeah. it got a bit of a fishtail. But uh, it, like, it, was, it was actually way more capable than I thought it was going to be. See, doesn't this prove again that you don't need an Cars SUV? are amazing. Well, cars are amazing, yes, no. but you don't need an SUV. But you just don't. Like today, today I had a. Uh, so, mum has a Merc. We dropped. I dropped it off for her to get a recall done, and I was given a GLC, so like a midsize SUV, for the day as mm. a courtesy car. That's now the most popular Mercedes model, because everyone, you know, it's, really, it's, yeah, it's compact, it's an SUV, all that, all that stuff. And I sat in that thinking, it's such a nothing car. Like it's such a like you've lit like there's nothing interesting about it at all, and I'm like you've spent all this money to get a somewhat more practical, you know, five seater, four seater, whatever. But why bother? Most of the time, it's just you and the car. Mm. MX Five is you and Meg's only car. Can I sorry, yep. can I share her now? I guess I've already shared her name, but anyway, sure. Um, your partner in crime. It's your only car. And it's perfectly yeah. fine for you. And you can fit into spots that other cars can't fit into. It's super efficient. It can go to the snow. You could probably take it rock crawling if you wanted to. Probably not. Well, no, who does that on it? Who does it on in their daily commute anyway? <laughs> but yeah, I think continue it's a, on. I think it's a great car. Congratulations. Yeah, very versatile. Now, our first car that we want to discuss that's come out in the last month. Um, which one should we do? You know what? I'm going to start off with the Porsche 911 GT3 RS. Okay. I have strong I, opinions on this. Car. Okay. It, 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 okay. So 911s, as everyone knows, is like the benchmark sports car. It's rear-engined. It's rear-drive. Most of the time, you can get, a, obviously, a four-wheel drive one as well. The, the GT products are often like hardcore, stripped back, ready for the racetrack. And the RS models are just that really, really hyper-focused versions. So there's been a lot of talk about Mm. the 992 generation, 911, how it's more refined than ever. Um, It's just so toned in. It's like, it's so tightly, it's so perfect now. And people were like, is the RS going to be too perfect? Is it going to be without flaws? I think it's phenomenal. I think it's like the pinnacle of engineering. I don't know how they're going to make a car like this again. I don't know how Porsche can actually supersede themselves after this. It's very aggressive looking though. Huge wing. The wing is absurd. Massive aero going on. And it even has DRS like an F1 car. Like it's a proper wing. I mean... Look, what are your thoughts? I think, and this is this is controversial, but I think that the the GT3 RS yeah. is basically like the iPhone Pro. Whereas, yeah. like, it's so it's based like for the last 
however many years. It's as you say, it's like the pinnacle of engineering. It's basically perfect. Yeah. Every year, there's no, there's nothing interesting anymore. It's the same every year. It's just got it's just got vents and wings in different places. This one actually looks a lot uglier than part years gone by. The vents on the on the uh, on the bonnet are just insane. But as you say, like, what can they do next year? I don't know. The same as they did last year, this year, like, not much. They're just fiddling around the edges at the edges now. The thing is, an IRS right is used for people who want to go on the track, but it's also a Porsche, yep. so it should be used as a daily car. But it's gotten to a look. I agree. It's gotten to a point now where it's so focused and it's so honed in. I'm like, when are you actually mm. going to use it? When in Australia, especially, where can you use it unless you're taking it to a racetrack? And are you going to take a car that's worth six hundred grand to a racetrack? I know. And well, thrash I- it around? Maybe I don't know. Maybe if you can afford a half million dollar car, maybe uh, it is just a track car for you. But then again, I'm like, if I'm spending that much money, I'd buy a Ferrari or I'd buy a McLaren because it's got a better nameplate and I reckon they're better looking and they're probably better. I don't know if they're any better. Yeah. I mean, engineering, probably not. But like it to me, it doesn't look like a half million dollar car. If you can spend half a million dollars on a car, although maybe if you're spending that kind of money, you don't care what it looks like because Mm. you've got the cash and you don't care. It's just it, I, I feel like whether you buy the base one or the top end spec to mm. your average person, it kind of looks the same. You know how like Porsche people are like it's a bit of a cult following. It's like a Subaru mm-hmm. owner. If you buy a Subaru, you only ever buy a Subaru. If you're into Porsches, you know every single thing about a 911. I've got a friend who's obsessed mm. with 911s, knows everything about them. And you can never say anything anything against them. I think Again, this is such a perfect car, but at the same time, I think it's gotten so perfect that it's kind of boring now because it has no, like from all the reviews I've read and some of the first drives, it's almost soulless how like clinically good it is. Remember, it's very German. Porsche is a very German yeah. brand and Germans, you know, they're not, they're not known for their, you know. Frivolous flamboyance. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. more an Italian thing. Yeah, that's why I'm half Italian. It gets me through life, you know? But, uh... <laughs> you know what I love about this car, though? Tell me. Uh, is it has a reversing camera. Oh, wow. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, it has auto-dimming mirrors with rain sensors. I mean, why? Why do you possibly need that? I mean, these are, you... are all additions, obviously. Right. Um, And a tire repair kit. Because, you... yeah, you're the one, you know. Are you reading off a... A list or something of cars. Yeah, this uh, drive.com.au. Oh, I see. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I like to be informed, you know. Sure. Tire of care. It's very, very helpful. And who doesn't need a reversing camera? I actually think. Does it have any other cameras that we can discuss? Does it have an inboard camera? Does it have a front camera? It's got rear parking sensors. Yeah, well. Okay. okay. And a digital radio. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> right, on that note, I think we might have moved on for 911 because it's all good. Okay, another car. Oh, this is interesting. So, Bentley. Mm. Bentley. Oh, they are renowned for. Well, the Bentley. Uh, there's a Royal Bentley. It takes her and the. May she rest in peace. The Queen around. Um, uh, they sell an SUV that's based on a Volkswagen Touareg. Um, but they've launched a car called the Bentley Butter, which is going to be a limited edition 
um, coupe. Um, it's mm. for the upper echelon of society. There will be limited numbers sure. and it will be very expensive. And it's supposed to be debuting the new look and feel of a future Bentley. So we think this is what Bentley, this is a sneak peek into what Bentley is going to look like for the foreseeable future. That's the idea here? Apparently. And I once again, because we're not on YouTube yet, please um, Google these as we discuss. You're on a train. If you're on a train on a bus, just quickly rip out your phone and give a bit of a search. B-A-T-U-R. Yeah, apparently this is the new look and feel. New, uh, new design for Bentley. Yeah. I dislike, I mean, I dislike much. It kind of looks like effects. a Kia Stinger, doesn't it? Yep. I think it's completely crap. I think it's awful. Yeah. It's like someone... Current generation, I think, is fantastic. Yeah. The currently... So, basically, this is what the Bentley Continental GT will, will look like eventually. The two-door Grand Tourer. It looks great. The new mm. one looks phenomenal. Well, the current one looks amazing. This Absolutely. If you look at this, it does not. if you remove the Bentley badges, it could be anything. Or it could be a Kia, as you said. A very expensive yeah. Kia. I could see this as an Aston as well. Yep. Or even like Rolls-Royce trying to do something sporty. Because the thing is, Bentley's trying to basically move into the space of Aston, which is like luxury mm. sports. Bentley no longer competes with Rolls-Royce. That's Royce. down market for Bentley. I know. Bentley no longer competes with Rolls-Royce. Rolls-Royce is by itself. Rolls-Royce is completely True. by itself. You know, if anything, Maybach is probably creeping into the old Bentley space a little bit now. Um, and as you said last mm. episode, Jaguar is going to start competing with Bentley. And Jaguar really... You could align Jaguar and Aston and Bentley all together. Three British sporty Ooh, that's a brands. That's a sick burn on Bentley. I know. Bentley I'm... in the same category as Jaguar? Ooh, Couldn't agree with you more, but it's true. No, and... you said it. Yeah, I know. I agree with it. I, that's, what I'm, that's why I said it. Don't oh, you agree know? with yourself? Yeah, great. Well, that's why I... Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I also want to know why I spoke with the French accent before. I thought that was really weird. Did you notice? Of course I noticed, but, you know, you let it pass. we'll just let you do your thing sometimes. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, but the Bentley, but uh, I'm not a fan. I think yeah, it's just, I think this brand is losing so much credibility. They mm. don't stand for, you know, like, for example, number one, when you buy a Bentley at that price point, I mean, this car is nearly two, three, three million dollars. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of money. It's right? a lot of. That's a silly. It's just an insane amount of money. Underneath, it's still based on the Bentley Continental GT chassis, and that Bentley mm. is based on a Porsche Panamera. Which is, I guess, yeah, it's I, not a slur. I'm, I'm not saying it's a slur, but any modern Rolls Royce, the the Cullinan, the SUV, the the Phantom, and the Ghost, that's all. Rolls Royce. The old Rolls Royces, yes, were based on 7 Series. Completely get that. It was a new company, essentially. They needed to mm. make economy somehow. But Bentley shouldn't be doing this. I mean, they sell more cars than than Rolls Royce does. And they've already onto their second jitter. I mean, they've been bought out from Volkswagen. They're be, they're owned by Volkswagen, yes. But they're already onto their next life cycle. They shouldn't be mm. regurgitating it. Like, they shouldn't be going back to the Volkswagen group. In my opinion, the Bentayga should not have indicator stalks from a Golf, but it does. That's insane. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't scream three million dollar car, does it? No way. It, it's, no. it's so. It's so not appropriate. The rear shot of this car 
if you mm. again if you take the badges off it looks like a mercedes like it looks a little bit um you know like those those mercedes with the kind of longish tails yeah yeah it looks exactly like that it, it's uh, uh it's disappointing it's disappointing it, it the thing is these brands need to know that their visual identities matter so much um you know oh, and oh, yeah. if you're buying a bentley you want it to look like one that does not look like one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're buying uh, a Merc, you want it to look like a Merc, BMW, et cetera, et cetera. If you're going sl- l- like lower down the food chain, it doesn't matter as much. If you're buying a Honda, yep. it doesn't actually have to look like one. People just care because it's reliable and it's well-built. Economical. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I think this is I think this is terrible. I think it's a, it looks awful. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, it's beginning of the end. I mean, they're going to make a lot of money. Um, and Bentley will wow, be. You heard it here forever. first. Mm. The beginning of the end of Bentley. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, should be, be the title of the podcast. I mean, I'll be wrong, but you know, <laughs> it's a hot take. Because mm. I said it ages ago, there are a lot of brands at the moment <clears throat> that I don't know how they still exist, but they do. It's like Maserati or Alfa Romeo or Jaguar or Mitsubishi. I don't know how they currently exist because they don't make any sense at all. They either don't sell cars or their cars are crap. I just don't understand how they're there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I very much agree with uh, a few of those. Um, yeah. Mitsubishi, Honda, they're, they're doing nothing interesting. There's nothing going on. I, I'm just like knock, knock, knock yeah. anyone home, but no one's there. Jaguar has not launched a new car for nearly three years. Like nothing. Three, where was the last one? The well, they, uh, the um the iPads? No, that was even older than that. The iPad oh, is nearly six years old. And the last oh, car dear. was a refreshed F Type, a refreshed two door sports yeah. car, which no one buys anyway. And especially in this market, that's basically mm. the last car they've done. Um, Range Rover are killing it. I mean, the new Sport and the new big Range Rover look amazing, and they're going to sell bucket loads of those. Um, but they've like, gone up market as well. Hundred percent. The new Range Rover. Well done, boys. And mm. I, sh- you should buy one over a Bentley Bentayga. Don't buy a Bentley Bentayga. If you're a wealthy individual who listens to this podcast, don't buy it. Don't buy it because we all know what you're doing. Buying it bad. <laughs> we all know what you're doing. We look at you and you go. I, 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 I was behind one the other day and I thought, dickhead. I just I wow. Yeah, I was like, you don't know what you're doing. You hopping out Speaking of, of badges. Go on. Oh, you, you can keep going if you like. No, no, no. I insist. Go on. Sorry. So, speaking of badges, mm. there's a new Bugatti. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another W16 Bugatti. Mm. The Mistral. Sounds mm. a bit too much like Mistress, I think, but, mm. you know. Mm. How much do you reckon you have to spend to not get a roof? How much was it? Was it like. Three? Three million? Three. Seven point three, my friend. Seven million dollars. Seven million. Australian, yeah. Oh my god. So what's that in the US? Like uh no, half it. Three and a half, four, something like that. So this is the whatever the exchange rate is. So tell me uh, hold on. So it's a what is a convertible uh it's not a convertible. It doesn't have a roof. There is no roof. You've you've bought you spent seven million dollars on half a car. So if it rains for a month, you can't use it. Too bad. Wow. 
you best be not too far from home or, you know, be somewhere where you can park for the night. So from Um, memory, this is the first Bugatti to be launched under the new ownership of Bentley, uh, of Bugatti. uh, What's the the car company called again? The electric car company? Um, uh, Wait, I didn't realize that Bugatti got sold. Yeah, Bugatti got sold. Rimac. Which have Rimac. So this company is now called Bugatti Bugatti Rimac. Rimac. Yeah. Yeah, that seems confusing. Yeah, so Rimac, um, famous famous for um, nearly killing Richard Hammond in the Swiss Alps. Mm. It rolled down the hill. So the plan is that the new Bugattis after the Chiron will be hybridized. It won't, it won't be yeah. electric, but they'll be hybridized, and they're supposed to go more up markets and more more luxury focused. Um, We're saying this is the last road, the last road going car with the W sixteen engine. Yeah. yeah so yeah, maybe yeah. that leaves the door open to do track specific cars, which you know their their customer base would eat up. Makes mm, sense. Mm, mm. Um, and probably not subject to the same uh, emissions laws and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it looks like something out of you know. Remember the movie? Wait, was it Tron? No, I Robot. Remember with, oh, the, yeah. with the Audi with the crazy headlights? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I looks like mean. that looks like this. It's a handsome car. Um, I think it's quite a good. Looking. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, it's straight out of a bedroom window, like a bedroom uh, bedroom poster. wall poster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine how amazing that would sound as well? Having that quad turbo oh. W sixteen behind you, like yeah. Insane. It's a lot of money. I mean, that's a future collectible. Hundred percent. Buy it. Oh yeah, will appreciate. I feel like these cars, though. Mm. I mean, I get the strategy from these companies where it's just we can only make a couple of them. Let's make them as exclusive and expensive as we possibly can, <clears throat> so that we can sell them to the Saudi billionaires mm. and you know use these one-off editions to pay for the only two million dollars, like the 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 production runs of the. The slightly cheaper ones. Yeah, I get yeah. the strategy. I don't mind yeah. it because mm. you know, like these things are always sold out way before you've even heard that they exist. But it ends up just turning into money pits for them, doesn't it? I mean, they don't have to sell that many, but I mean, the profit margins on them must be pretty massive. I know the first Veyron that they Volkswagen was losing money hand over fist with each each of those cars, but now with the Chirons. In all the different, I mean, look, iterations if you can't make them. if you can't make profit out out of a seven million dollar car, like just give up. Who's a problem? I know, I know. I think they're incredible. I mean, the, it's. It, I was reading an article. It's like this is the peak. Sorry, this is, I need something off my desk. It, this is like peak internal combustion. This yeah. is like the ultimate. This is it. It won't get any better than this. Um, mm. you know. To have an electric car company buy a car company famed for the largest internal combustion. Kind of crazy, right? It's weird. It's crazy. It is amazing. Um, Mm. But, you know, they're going to have to listen to their customer base very carefully because, you know, you buy a Bugatti um, for very certain reasons, you know, the top speed and the exclusivity and, and the engine. The engine is just to say you've got more cylinders than anybody else. Matters to some people, and um, is that I've never been. I've seen a Bugatti, 
in real life. I've never sat in one. I've never driven one. Um, mm. It'd be amazing, no doubt, to to experience that. Um, but yeah, I think this Mistral is a great car. I think you know, good on them. They'll be they'll be bought up and. Um, yeah, well done, boys and girls. Yeah. Well done. Speaking of top speed, it has yes. a top speed of four hundred and twenty kilometers an hour. Four times the... the Australian legal limit. Well, yes, but you know, also for the for the four twenty fans out there, if that sways your decision making. What's four twenty? Look it up. Is it a sexual thing? No, no, no. Oh, oh, sorry. Is it not a sexual thing at all? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there you go. You, you, you are, you are grinning. I don't know if you. I'm, I'm a mysterious individual. Is it? Oh, okay. Um, it's it's that's that's mighty fast. Four hundred and twenty kilometers an hour. Yeah, it's quite, very quick. It's quite quick. It's very brisk, quick. as some would say, brisk. So, I mean, unless you own an an airplane runway, you probably can't get to those kinds of speeds. True, but just to know that you can is all that matters. It's like True. buying a watch that can go 100 meters underwater. You're never going to go to space. There. Yes, but you're no, it's nice to know that it can do it. It you know? can. <laughs> I've realized, so I drove a, a new BMW M4 couple of couple of weeks ago, the new one with the big uh, bunny nose nose, bunny nose grill. Oh, dear. For me, yep. that is the fastest car you'll ever need for the road. That's it. Oh, yeah. I hands down, that's all the usable speed you'll ever need and you can ever actually have. Mm. Anything faster than that is useless. And it's really sad because yeah. I'm like, there are all these amazing cars. Like, this is like pinnacle supercars right now. Every manufacturer is just creating freaking amazing sports cars and supercars, but they're all useless. Yeah. You know what? Like, revs are what's fun. A slightly smaller engine, but being able to like, you know, put your foot down. It's like where smaller, smaller engined motorbikes are slightly more fun than, you know, like liter sports bikes because you, you breathe on the throttle and you're at the speed limit. Mm. Whereas, you know, if you have to, if you got to give it a little, a little bit more juice um, mm. and you get the revs going, that's mm. the fun part. Mm. Changing gears, all this kind of good stuff. No, I completely agree. Um, I mean, I, I, I want the Speaking to keep... of useless cars. Tell me. Well. No, you, you finish. No, no, I'm done. You go. Well, I was speaking of useless cars, yeah. uh, for some ridiculous reason, Lamborghini has decided that they need a performance version of their already performance SUV. The- and they've un- very unimaginatively called it the Performante. Performante. No, yes. Performante. Yeah. This is a great car for all the people out there. Great car. This Why? is a. This is great. You know why? Because there no, are people out there. Okay, there are people out there. Um, uh, uh, what's, I lost my hat. Who is this? Okay. Bet, okay, Lamborghini sells supercars. Lamborghini then makes an SUV called a super SUV, an SSUV. Why not? <laughs> and, and, and then it's like, oh, it's the best one. Everyone wants one. Everyone goes, vroom, vroom, I need it as that one. Then Aston Martin comes out and goes, oh. Uh. Our DBX wasn't selling very well. No one really wants one. Let's make the fastest one. So they bring out the Aston Martin DBX 707. Google it, by the way. It's worth a Google. And it's the fastest SUV you can get. Then Lamborghini goes, oh, no, we must have the 
Well, you can't have that. <laughs> Sorry. They, we must have the fastest SUV. So they bring out one that has performance in its name. And there so we go. Just, this is just a dick measuring contest. Huge dick measuring contest. Or if you're a woman, whatever that is. But it all, maybe it's that one. But it, yeah, that's it. That's what they've done. But oh, literally, it. it's not that much faster than the Altbon. It they yeah, haven't done a lot to it. Just, yeah, of course not, because they it was already very, very fast. Yeah. <clears throat> and now they're just like, oh well, we have to beat Aston, or we at least have to look like we're trying. So yeah. we're just gonna it's it annoys me that cars like this exist. Okay, so I've been in one. Really? And it freaking blew my mind. I mean that's cool. I the interior looks like a spaceship, I get it. But like it's not it's just not necessary. It. If I hated really? it at first. I despised it. I thought this is stupid. And then I sat in it and drove it. And I was like, ah, uh, okay. I mean, look, the like a, a Lamborghini SUV, fine. Mm. If we have to have that, we can have that. Mm. But I'm just saying that this ridiculously souped up performance version of an already yeah. performance version of it, it's just unnecessary. And just okay. let's get on. This is not innovation. This is just... This is just, uh, yeah. As I said, it's just a dick measuring contest. Like, let's let's get on to actual innovation. Let's stop mucking around. Uh, just like yeah. putting extra extra torque and extra kilowatts. So this it's, it's this one now produces four hundred and ninety kilowatts, which is twelve kilowatts more. Who cares? Twelve kilowatts? You're joking. Yeah. Why did? Uh, why is this a thing? Do you, okay? Do you agree that it, if there was a new one, it should have been a lot faster? Oh, yeah, you just... if you're going to do a performance version, yeah. make it like way stupidly quicker or don't do it. Don't just have it. It does. Okay. It shaves 0.3 seconds off the standard Eurus. This is all pointless. Okay. So that's your argument. Your argument is that it, because it's like it's not even done properly. Like, because yeah, it's not really Le- performance, is it? Because Lamborghini, like Ferrari, they always do like a slightly more powerful version of the car they already have, right? They always do like the special, sure. you know. I agree. It's not fast enough. If they were going to do it, mm. they basically just done it to sell more cut. They basically, it's just a marketing job. I get that. To put another badge on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been like the Lamborghini event, uh, Euros Evo. S. Oh, yeah. S or Arthur R or something. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. 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 I get what you mean. I mean, they're going to sell bucket loads of these. Of um, course. I mean, it makes the it allows them to make the Huracan, and they it allows them to make all the supercars. It's like Porsche. When Porsche launched the Macan, the KN, back in the early two mm. thousands, it enabled them to keep the nine eleven going. Um, I, look, and I have no problem with the Lamborghini SUV. Yeah, but calling mm. this a performance version feels like mm. a stretch. Mm. You know, I think there's in the performance SUV world, there's a lot going on, like. Back in the day, you'd have the Porsche, Mecan- the Porsche Cayenne, the BMW X5M, and the Mercedes ML63 AMG. They were the top yeah. dogs. Those three basically don't exist anymore. And I'm like, you've got Bentley with the uh, Bentayga Speed with the W12, and you've got the Lamborghini, and you've got the Aston, and you've got a McLaren coming soon, and the Ferrari Pura Sung, and all that stuff. This opportunity for AMG, for example, to come out with a GL GLS GLE sixty three R 
like a really mm. hardcore AMG kind of thing. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. there's opportunity black, for them. like black series or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but the other thing is with a performance SUV, you're making something like if you look at the Euros, it's been lowered the performance. So you're mm. getting a car that could kind of go off road. So now it can it's less likely to go off road. So I'm like, why is it an SUV? Why aren't you just making this a four door sedan? Or why aren't you just making this a two plus two mid engine supercar? Instead, you just well, yeah, I know what you mean. The thing that also confuses me is this car has a rally drive mode, which is designed for dirt tracks, which is you know surely never going to happen. Mm. But uh, at the same time, it ha- it comes with Pirelli P zero tires, which are race tires. Yeah, you're going to take those on the on dirt track. Mm. So. Not only is it not performance, it's so very confused. This is like it has a new rally drive mode, but race tires. What are you doing? Yeah, I get what. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. This interests me though. It's very interesting. So okay, so if you'd buy one, if you had the money, actually, actually, if you had the money, all the money in the world, and you were going to buy a performance SUV, mm. or actually, you had to buy an SUV, what would you buy? Uh, I would a crazily spec'd out Range Rover, the big Range Rover, because it can actually, yeah, because it can actually mm. go off road, but it's actually luxury. Like it's still it's luxury enough, yeah, uh, but it can actually go off road and it's quick enough. I, I actually would say the same thing. Mm, I don't it's like difference. I that's what I get. I a Range Rover, right? And yeah. how weird is that that we both said that, considering when it. Before the current gen, like 10 years ago, when the old one came out, none of these cars we mentioned existed. None of these hyper SUVs existed. The Rolls-Royce Cullinan and Bentley Bentayga didn't exist, which when they came out, technically took over the luxury crown. But Range Rover, you'd still have one. And I thought... Absolutely. And... It makes sense. Crazily, it, I agree with you. And crazily, it's value for money. Who yeah. ever thought? Who would have ever thought that Range Rover was sitting there as value for money? Yeah. Exactly. Weird. So, so weird. Um, yeah. I can't wait to have a go in that when it comes to Australia. I really, I want to give them mm. both a good crack. Um, so, as I said, we uh, we said last last week, so we're going to do a pilot of a Driving Mad um, YouTube video, basically a car review. Um, mm. So, I'll be doing the first couple and then we'll probably get Dan involved as well. Um, Love that. But we'll try and get a Range Rover down the track. But we'll look. We'll see how the first couple of episodes go. Um, hopefully, you all follow it and like it and share it to help us out. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting if we do a Range Rover review. Um, what else is on our list? Um, Last one on the list. Oh yeah, is the new Aston, the 2023 Aston Martin V12 Vantage Roadster. Which, Boring. unlike a lot of these other cars, is coming to Australia. Boring, I say. Ooh. Boring. You don't like it? No, nah, it's boring. Like it's just like another Aston. It's got another. But now it's, it's got no roof. Yeah. At least it comes with a roof, unlike the Mistral. Yeah, but it, why? Who cares? The, the, I feel like Aston. It's just a makes convertible the- Aston. Yeah, but Astons just make the same car. They all all their cars are front engine rear wheel drive sports cars. That's all they sell. 
And the ro- and I the, mean, the, the if advantage, you've got the recipe. Yeah, but the advantage is just a smaller DB11. That's all it is. So why would I buy? Uh, yeah. The DB11 is too long. Long? Uh, I don't know. The V12 I... Vantage is the one to have. And if you can't quite afford it, you get the V8 Vantage. Easy. Easy choice. Easy money. I sat and in the... you, you can feel like you're driving around in the F1 uh, safety car. It looks identical. Just uh, without it. I just feel like they need to fix themselves up. They need to build like this is should have you know what you know what the the vantage the not the the vantage should have been a mid-engine sports car it should have been there to compete with the mc20 maserati and the uh new you know new ferrari 296 gtb that's what Mm. it should have been it shouldn't have been another front-engined rear-wheel drive roadster it shouldn't have been that that's where they've stuffed up. But this is the formula. Plus, you know how much I love a flat bottom steering wheel, and the oh. Vantage has got that. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous. It's exactly what the it's exactly what a V12 Vantage Roadster has to be. No more, no less. So you know exactly you get, what you're getting. So if you had money, you'd buy one. Yeah, but I have a thing for Aston's. Mm. Uh, okay. All right. Well, if anyone's interested in buying, uh, you know the. Uh, Rear wheel drive V12 convertible. You know, actually, that is not a very big market, you know. As in, like, there aren't that many competitors. How who else does one? Ferrari? A V12 front engine. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari. Um, most of the others would be four wheel drive, right? Like your McLaren's of the world. McLaren doesn't even do a V12 anymore. Hmm. They only do V8s. I mean, how long can the V12 how how long can the V12 last at Aston? Surely not that long. Well, uh, I don't know, actually. I mean, Rolls-Royce. Oh, Rolls-Royce. I mean, they did not compete with Aston, but they're going all electric anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It could be worth something to worth something worth considering. But, um, you know, if you want, want to buy one, go and buy one. Um, so let's move on to the segment of the day, the big one, the big, you know, mahu- uh, big uh, thing, the Rate My Ride section. So, again, thank you so much mm-hmm. for all those people who, submitted their entries to this exciting new uh, segment of our show. Um, Dan, would you like to kick I don't see off? mine on the list. I don't see my car on the list. We're not rating my car. Do you want me to add it to the list? No, it's fine. We All have right. enough. All right, you go. You go to the first one. All right. We will be so... brutal in these, so don't be offended. If you listen to it and you go, oh, these are opinions. We're not. It's not a personal attack on you. It's just our honest, unfiltered opinions. And okay. All right. Mm. So first one. Yeah. Johnny Mac Four. Yeah. Which first of all, I think that sounds that's a fake name. Go on. Fair enough. That's like it's got to it's got to be a fake name. Johnny. Anyway. Yeah. Johnny. He has. Uh, I assume his name is John. Yeah. Uh, he has an i thirty N, the Hyundai i thirty N. Love it. And Love it. Look, I do. But does it only come in one color? No, in many colors. Because he's, yeah, but he's literally just gone in and just bought the sky blue one. Like, oh, have a little bit of imagination. Oh, he's so, a special man, I mean, Johnny. It's, it's a nice color. It's yeah. boring, boring. Like, oh. it's look, cool car. I get it. It tells me that you are practical, but you like to have fun. 
and yes. you somehow convinced your wife to like, you know, you probably didn't tell her it's a hot hatch. Oh, I'm just getting a little hatchback, sweetie. Or his husband. And Could have been either. So, well, yeah, true. Sorry. Uh, and so, yeah, I get the, yeah, like, it's cool. And you got that, like, it's fun. It's practical. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're driving around, you can just like put the foot to the floor a little bit. You get the little, you know, mm. you get the little, you get a bit of fun. I get yeah. that. But Blue, come on. You just, Johnny, just went onto the website and you're like, like, give me that one. Johnny, I completely disagree. I think this is an excellent color combination. I think it's an excellent car. And you know what? It's a big middle finger, big effing middle finger to all the golf drivers out there who've got their golf GTIs and their golf R's because these guys freaking killed it. The new golf GTI and the new golf R, the markets are so boring and so dull and so like, bleh. That's an awesome car. So congratulations. Congratulations from me, Tom. That's me speaking. <laughs> uh, our next car. Uh, oh, my, I'm very impressed with this band. Uh, Janny Chan. Janny Chan. I assume your first name is Janny, but let's run with it. Your BMW, oh, your 2008 silver BMW 135i Coupe. And you've got some aftermarket wheels on it, my friend. Now, that is a shame. Um, it's a great car, apparently very <laughs> prone to oil leaks. Um, but I love the 135i. It had that stance. Like, it was a bit wider. You can see the the uh, the, 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 the uh, uh, oh. <laughs> You can see the, um, the, the, the radiators, and it was like, and the two exhausts on the left. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Dan? I mean, for for me, it looks like the kind of car that you only buy. You only buy a BMW i35i if you couldn't afford the 335i. It's it's a poor man or poor woman's BMW. But hey, that's just me. Couldn't agree. Uh, Look, I I don't like that you put aftermarket wheels on it. I think that's a terrible thing. I think people who put aftermarket wheels on cars... I don't think it's just. A, I think it's a. It's a crime against humanity. Um, I disagree with Dan. I think this is a good car, small wheelbase. You can slide around things. However, you were very brave to buy one because that engine has has become known as a very unreliable engine. Um, great for mechanics who want to go on uh, holidays to the Maldives, for example. Just as booking a few M, a few one three five buys and you're good to go. Um, <laughs> next car. Uh, Mr. Daniel, would you like to... Uh... All right. So the next one from Zach underscore Jeff. First of all, you can't trust people with two first names. I hope that's not my brother. But go on. <laughs> well, does he have a 2020 Honda Civic Type R? No, he doesn't. Oh, that's good. He doesn't. Well, but well done. This Mr. looks sensational. Excellent. So excellent. excellent. I th- so two things I'm a big fan of this. Go on. It is, they've gone full, full racing red. None of, you know how like the standard ones are like white with the red trims? Mm. It's full red body paint. So like you cannot miss this car. Love it. And it's manual. It's manual. Oh, that cold. Makes me so happy. Makes me so happy. And yeah. And it's got the, it's got black wheels, uh, triple exhaust at the back, uh, a, a stupid wing. You've gone yeah. full Civic Type R, yeah. yeah, and yeah, you haven't like I feel like the white one's kind of halfway. You've gone full Civic Type R, and I love it. 
I am so red proud. wheel red wheel tape as well. Beautiful. I am proud of Honda Civic Type R owners because they are so, mm. especially the lot because the new ones just come out and it's a lot more adult. There's less big wings. It's more you know. This mm. generation was the Larry ugly monster that everyone thought it was. But you're buying that car without any... You don't care what anyone thinks about you. People will, will be spitting on you and, and telling you look like an wow. idiot. And, you know, but you uh, you got enough self-confidence to go, I'm going to get this car and I know how amazing it is. And I know that it held the front-wheel drive record around the Nürburgring and I don't care. Well done. I I've never driven one. I I couldn't. I don't have, I don't have the self confidence to hop in a Civic Type R and then be seen in it. I don't have to let it go. No, no, I couldn't do it. Especially not a bright red one. Oh, couldn't. Could you do it? I couldn't do it. I couldn't own it. But uh, hats off to the people who can. I think this is a great car. I'm very very impressed with that. Very very impressed. Yeah. Um, this next, next guy, one, however, very not impressed. This is a this is a 2010 Subaru Impreza WRX non-STI, mm. and it's been probably mm. I reckon it's had around twenty thousand dollars worth of modifications. Huge exhaust, wow. new fake carbon fiber uh, bonnet, massive wing. It's been widened. The camber's been changed. It's got the little piece of fabric off the tow hook, so. It flutters in the wind. This, this, my friend, is a disaster. This, my friend, wow. this, this is a disaster. This, I despise. What year? 2010. This, I despise. You despise a this, WRX. This, I despise. Completely despise this thing. Oh, there's nothing redeemable I feel, about this at all. I feel. Oh dear. I feel like WRX always have a. Again, I couldn't have owned one, but uh, I mean, I did want to own one when I was, you know, hmm. nineteen, a child, as yeah. probably most people did. A how, child. Long, how long you? Um, how, how long you were you nineteen? Was twelve years ago? Oh yeah, about that. Thirteen. Thirteen years ago. Yeah, he's not always. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean, I wanted. I also wanted the. Um, <clears throat> what was the souped-up Lancer? I can't remember. The Evo, the, like WRX competitor. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was were, you know tossing up between the two of those, but they were cool. They were cool. No, but this yeah. guy with your little uh, UWRX, you, yeah, silly man, silly, silly. Uh, wow. Next, next wow. one. On. This is I love this segment. This is a fun segment. We're going to do it more often. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. Off to your next segment, myself. Uh, okay. Off to your next car. Uh, so the next one is ironic. His uh username is Diesel Matt. Oh, Which yeah. is surprising because the car he has sent us is definitely not diesel. Oh yes, uh, it is a is a white yeah. 2017 Kia Stinger GT. Oh, hello, sir. Hello, welcome to the and party. And we were saying before, I know, indeed, indeed. So I assume his other car is a Nissan Patrol or a, you know, Sounds something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I we were saying before, I love the Kia Stinger. <clears throat> it's fan. just like Big it's fan. sporty, it's cool, mm. it's Kia. I mm. but like, it's it's fantastic. But this one, uh, maybe this is maybe his uh maybe the other car yeah, is broken down because cool. this one has a tow bar on it. Does it? It's got a tow bar it. on it. You're joking. So, I know. No, I'm not joking. What's so, it doing with that? I don't know. 
if the patrol's broken down, yeah. uh, just back the back the back the care stinger up, load yeah. the uh, load the caravan on, and yeah, right. uh, those four those quad exhaust. Take you where you need to go. Don't you worry about it. I love the Kia Stinger. I love. No. They're not. They're not doing a new one. Apparently. Are they not? No. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing is. Real. I love it. This changed Kia for me. This changed my perception yeah. of Kia. I Absolutely. I Absolutely. would buy a Hyundai or a Kia because I, I said I drove the Kia EV6 around a month ago. The electric mm. kind of crossover thing blew me away. Kia and Hyundai, go and buy one over the majority of Audi, Mercedes, and BMW products because they are better. Kias and Hyundais are freaking awesome. Except they have for the really, Hyundai, they've shaken that uh, perception, haven't they? Except for the uh, Hyundai, uh, not, not the venue. What's the other one? Uh, the one that I really don't like. Uh, the Hyundai. Uh, hold on. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to Google it. Hyundai. It's not very helpful that I don't, I can't remember the car I don't like. Oh, the Kona. I hate the Kona. (laughs) The Kona is the worst thing that's happened since 2009. Wow. That's a a strong showing. I despise the Kona. Despise it. Um, Oh, the next one. So our friend Roger Lodger, that can't be his real name. (laughs) <laughs> Am I misspelling that? No, never mind. Okay, let's just call him no, Porsche. That looks man. right. Porsche McCann GTS. Okay. Thoughts? Um, you're gonna say boring, aren't you? You're gonna say boring uh, in your little voice. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it, the it's just old. The McCann's been out mm. for. It feels like it's been out for a really long time. Um. Mm-hmm. Like they did two facelifts in a space of two years. They basically facelifted it so there was like that light bar across the whole back of the car and they refreshed it. Mm. And then like a year later, they did another one and they re- they removed all those airplane style buttons in the center console to touch screen, to like mm. touch buttons. Um, no, I like to have like the proper buttons. Not this haptic yeah. button bullshit, just... But I just feel like the car's been out for a very, very long time. And it's... Um, hold on. My camera's just stuffed up. Okay, we're good again. Um, I don't know. Like, it's a, it's a good car. You know, it's um, it's based on an Audi Q5. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Any thoughts yeah, on a bit boring. Uh, no, not really. I mean, you're you're keeping the 911 afloat basically by yeah, buying well, the McCann. Thank, so thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah, thanks very much for your help. Yeah. Um. All right. So the next car I am I'm very excited about, and yeah, the name name checks out. It's from Ben underscore Speedy, which oh, yes. you know that checks out because mm. he has sent in mm. a 2013. So mm. back when they were good, still mm. Mm. Mercedes Benz. C sixty three, AMG. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, this is back when they were still good. It's 6.2s. the the eight cylinder, six point two liter eight cylinder. This is everything that the C sixty three was meant to be. Yeah, and oh, I love it. It's mm. white. Mm. It's got red brake calipers. Mm. It's like the it's a perfect amount of aggressive. 
Yeah. And uh, big glass roof, mm. little spoiler, quad exhaust. Mm. Delicious. This is gonna be this is gonna be worth cash. This is yeah, hold on to this car. Hold 100%. on to this car. Yeah. Future classic, no doubt about it. This was pinnacle yeah, AMG. Pinnacle the best yeah. engine, one of the best engines ever created on earth was the 6.2 liter yeah. V8 from Mercedes. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Love it. The new C63 is going to have a two-liter four-cylinder from an A45. It's going to be terrible. I mean, Yuck. it's going to be fast, but it's going to sound like a vacuum cleaner. Um, well done, my friend. Uh, we, we, yeah. we may never meet. We may never meet, but know that you that Dan and I approve. And that Absolutely. goes a long way. Um, I mean, not everyone gets that. <laughs> I mean, especially with the next option, um, they're going to cry because the next one is another Mercedes AMG. It's a 63 with the four liter twin turbo, uh, bi turbo, but it's the GLS, yeah. which is the humongous seven seater SUV. And you're buying it with an AMG four liter bi turbo V8 in it. Uh, this I despise. This I think is a disaster. I don't like it at all. The GLS is too big. You should have bought a Range Rover. Yeah. The electrics in it are terrible. You, you can't fold down all the seats. It's it's a whole. It's, it's... What year is this one? Didn't 20, tw- uh, 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, I no, mean, no, I said no. no. It's, it's a bit not... like a tank. I don't know. Okay, once tangy. you've done, you've walked into the dealership. You've got two kids or a kid. Oh, I need a lot of room. Or what should I get? Well, you can get a compact SUV. Not too small. You can get a GLS. No, it's not big enough. You can get a GLS that you can carry all your friends and your kids and all <laughs> all that along. Great. Do you want a diesel? No, no, no. You want the petrol? Sure. Do you want the big petrol? Yes. And do you want to fork out nearly 300K? There we go. Please. Please. Right this way. Oh, this is a silly car. Silly, silly, silly car. Silly. All right. Sorry. Um, now, the next one, mm. I feel like I'll let you introduce the next one. Oh, I haven't got the list up. Oh, yes. It is a jacked up, souped up mm. Nissan Navara. Yeah. Now, who's yeah. this from? This is from uh, a friend of mine, son. Mm. His son has submitted this car. Um, it's a grey Navara, current gen, new gen Navara. Uh, and what he's done, he's chipped it, put a new exhaust on it. He's put huge knobbly wheels on it. Uh, lighting upgrades and massive um, fog light, uh, not fog lights, but uh, uh, searchlights essentially. Uh, it's got a winch. It's got a full, like camping setup. Snorkel, snorkel, uh, boulder guards. We've got a fridge, rock sliders. This, sir, I will say, is a masterpiece. I am very. I think this is brilliant. This thing will go anywhere, anywhere. I think this is brilliant. Because you basically created, you bought a shell and you've just created exactly what you wanted from it. And this is not yeah. like a, you know, a Bentley Bateau, right? Like, which can only do two things. This thing can go anywhere. 
I I think this is probably the best car on the list. Love the Nissan Navara. Great and car. the uh, the bright red mudguard at the front as well. It's very like the cool. scraper, the scrape plate. Yeah, very cool. Very, very impressed. Um, my one question is, why yeah. not a Raptor? Why not a Ranger Raptor? Uh, if I, if I was going to go yeah, this yeah. like, if I was going to go this like aggressive uh, mm. four wheel drive Ute, mm. I'd go a Ranger Raptor. Yeah. Um, but this is like this this Navara. It's going absolutely anywhere, and uh, the roof racks as well. Like you put a put a um. Uh, rooftop tent on there. Oof. Yeah, this thing's ready for an adventure. I love it. I mean, keep in mind though, like, there's a big price for the basic car. That's the thing. There's a yeah. huge price difference, right? Yeah. Like the new Raptors are like 90k starting. Oh, that's yeah, a silly. lot of money. Silly. A lot of money. Yeah. Um, I feel like the I feel like the Navara is in a sweet spot where you're not paying a badge premium, but you're yeah. getting. You're still getting an excellent car. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and it's not, not as... you know, it's not the BT, it's not the Mazda BT, whatever it is. Like yeah, it's yeah. still a, you know, yep. it's a blokes, blokes, four wheel drive ute. And it's not cliche. It's not, you're not getting a Hilux either, you know? Like a Hilux is pretty. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, mean, I, I, I think... be a bit more original than buying a Hilux. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this is pretty good. I think this is pretty good. Um, And the last yeah. car to finish off our podcast and to finish off right my ride for this month is the mm. audi sq5 a 2020 sq only cars in 2020 in this video uh 2020 sq yeah. it, must, it must have been another covid purchase um it's a petrol <laughs> so it's got the fake exhaust pipes on it Shame. um uh, i have no opinion at all on this car wow i have see opinion. I, if I had the money, yeah, I love the SQ5. Yeah, but you like the I diesel love it. one? I mean, I haven't actually driven the uh, the turbo petrol, but I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Um, you put some roof racks on that. You're gonna be. You're such a baller when you go to the snow. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I I'm a I'm a fan. Like it's big enough. It's big enough without being stupidly big. It's sporty when you want it to be. It's got the grunt when you want it to be. Uh, very comfy for road trips. Just enough lux. Like it's enough luxury that you know you're a baller without you know going to that next stratosphere of Range Rover kind of pricing. I know yeah. it goes against my my previous opinion on the Lamborghinis. Like why do a like why do a performance version of SUV? But mm. at least this is a performance version of a Q5. It's definitely quicker, and it's um, not it's not half a million bucks. And it's not half a million bucks. So, yeah, I love this car. I love this car. I'd buy a BMW X3 M40i over this. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a chance. Really? All right, let's have, what do you say? X30... X, X3 M40i. That I've driven that, and that's a bloody rocket ship. <clears throat> it doesn't look good, but it's a rocket ship. Oh, dear. oh, it does come in green though. That's cool. Um, ah, oh, it just looks too much like a BMW. It is a BMW. That's the point. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. We need to do an episode on car on color trends because I want to know what color trends. Color. Yeah, because we've done. <laughs> your eyes get so excited because green's currently in. Or like, Love um, it. 
greens, purples, browns. They're all in at the moment. And I want to. White's um, dead. Yeah, white's Gray's finished. Very dead. Gray was like 2008 to 2012. Yeah. Like your your mum's master six was gray. Yeah, the gunmetal gray. That was all a big phase. Oh yeah. Then whites had its go, but why they're boring now? I just want people to move yeah. away from what shades. People need to buy colors again, but we'll discuss that one episode. We could see yeah. if we could start implementing the industry. You know, go and buy a yellow car. Go and buy a purple car. Colors in the past were so much more interesting in color. It's true. Anyway, true. I um, I want to get my car wrapped in British racing green. I think that'd be sick. Are you actually going to do it? No, probably not. Well, not anytime soon. If we can get a, if we get a sponsor, Ooh. that is a car wrapper. Yeah. Not bad. We get some good yeah. content out there. It's true. Oh, um. By the way, if you are following Driving Mad, um, we need a new copywriter for some of our car reviews we're going to start publishing again on the website so if you're interested in writing some reviews um get in touch with us send us a send us a dm um and we'll get in touch because we well, we won't because we, we need slide into our writers. dms yeah slide in and be as creepy as possible and see how we react <laughs> no don't do that oh dear no, don't do that um anyway i think that's about it on so, that note yeah i think we're done should we wrap it up? I think so. Yeah, cool. Indeed. That was a lot of fun. I yep. had a lot of fun. Uh, as always, send yeah. us your cars to be yep. to have your ride rated. Sure. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that a lot. We'll be back in four weeks. Um, we'll keep it. We'll try and stick to the plan. Um, but remember, like, share, comment, subscribe, and um, be well, be safe, and uh, see you later. Bye.